Hey everyone, I hope you're having an excellent day. When you get this, I'm sorry I disappeared for about a week. Had some technical difficulties. Also, my wife's gone to help one of our good friends out. So she's gone for 10 days trying to take care of the kiddos, be a CEO, and take a little bit of care of myself. Uh, so I promise I'm going to make up to you this week. I got quite a few notes from the last week and a half, and let's get this going. This one's going to be about a friend who called me today and just needed a little support. And it's, I'm hoping, going to be a motivational talk to why you need to step up and take the lead. Hi, this is Kirk Kinnear. I'm here to support leaders that know what it feels like to carry that heavy burden, who care about their staff and want to make an impact in the organizations they're leading. My commitment to you as a current leader is to give you company and to bring you to a place of leading lightly. For whatever reason, I've had a lot of people reach out to me in the last couple of weeks and they're just kind of feel like they're they're needing the nudge. So maybe that might be you. I hope it is, really. I hope you're willing to see an opportunity and seize it and realize that even if you fail, you learn so much through it that it's worth giving it a try. First, I'm going to start by kind of saying that I... I got a text message from somebody who used to be real close to me and they made, they, they sent a message saying, I'm sorry, this, it was a real backhand message, but it was like, I'm sorry, this thing didn't work out for you. And it was one of my ventures, one of my many ventures. And the funny thing was that it was so far from the truth. I was actually making quite a bit of money on that venture at that point, but um, I couldn't believe that someone would do that. However, when I was starting to reflect on it, I realized that this individual hasn't taken any risks that would step way out into that comfort zone or way out of the comfort zone into the unknown. And I'm listening to a book by Jordan Peterson right now that really relates to this whole topic. And I listened to it today while I went for a run. And yes, I am still running or on the elliptical Every day, but one day a week, I think I've put in somewhere in the neighborhood of, well, I don't know how many miles, but I'm rolling. Anyways, I'm just into this new book. I just finished a book called Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins. If you don't mind a few F-bombs or a lot of F-bombs, this individual has quite a story of perseverance and it really rocked me. And I'd like to, I'll talk about this in the next episode, but it's one of the reasons that I got my boots back on and started owning my life again a little bit better than I have in the past. It's so easy to slide into a victim mentality. And I feel like I did that a little bit lately. Um, not, not significant, but definitely something that I was moving towards. Uh, but um, I'm, I'm listening to the beginning of this Jordan B. Peterson book called Beyond Order. And he talks about, just at the beginning, he talks about how we each need one foot on solid ground and one foot out exploring. And I think the concept's super powerful because when I meet people or I offer people opportunities or I see people turn down opportunities, I kind of have a hard time with it. To be honest, I, I always see new things as new challenges, new ways to grow. And when I see people not interested in taking it, I feel like they're kind of given up. And maybe it's not true. I, I might be completely wrong. 
in some cases, I think it is true. And in some cases, I think it's not. But what's the real cause of that? And that's why I've found in my career, a lot of people have reached out and they just kind of need that nudge. I guess they feel like I'm already out there. So they'll join me and ask questions and see if it's something they'd be interested in doing. And it's often stepping into leadership. I'm going to tell a few stories related to that. Uh, Sorry, this is a real roundabout talk. I'm guessing it'll be a little longer than normal. But uh, um, I'm so excited to talk to you again. I kind of got the tech fixed. And yeah, I got a lot to share this week. I'm probably going to post a lot of episodes. But anyways, uh, the whole concept that I continue to fall into is I get people that reach out to me and they know what they need to do. They're excited to do it, but then they don't. What they do though, is they reach out to me and they get encouragement. And that was the call I took today. It was a good friend of mine has a significant opportunity to really change his life and his family's life. Um, but and, and today, this individual was giving notice. He's got a full backup plan, got a backup plan for the backup plan. Uh, definitely, a, it looks like a good decision. And when I was younger, I used to always be like, oh, you got to do this and that. And I, now I ask a lot more questions and, and see if they end up where they think they need to be, not where I think they need to be. Man, that's taken me a long time. Uh, I probably still bite off more than I should on quite a few occasions, but I'm getting better at it. So anyways, the call was, I just told my boss, this is what was told to me. I just told my boss that uh, I just gave them notice. um, And now I need to tell some other people and I'm really scared. This was a, it, it kind of was an interesting, it, it kind of hit me when I heard this because when It wasn't giving notice in my previous role, which I had for 13 years, and I had a hard-earned job, and I walked away from nothing to try a startup. Terrifying moment in my life. Uh, Definitely moves you backwards in some ways, but so far forward personally. But when he told me, he didn't have an issue telling his boss. Do you know who he had an issue telling? Those close to him. And he called me for that level of support. And what it made me reflect upon was when I was leaving the university, a place with strong pensions, a place with an excellent, um, you know, retirement package. Well, that's what people think there will be. I, I actually think economically i'm not sure if that's sustainable if there's less employees each year than their previous it was it's kind of built on a pyramid and it's upside down right now but a whole different topic anyways um there's a lot of perceived security in this role while i was uh it was really hard to let my boss know that i was done and she treated me with respect, gave me a big hug and wished me luck. And, and, we t- and then we switched because I gave her a lot of notice. My plan was to work a lot of, uh, get a lot of stuff in order before I told the rest of the team. So uh, after leaving that, that was hard. But what I found was even harder was talking to the people in that community. Many of them who have never switched jobs 
or this was their first full-time job and they've never left the place. They looked at me like I was crazy, like I lost my mind. They said, you know, you have such a great job. Why are you leaving? Um, heck, even, even I'll say it, even my dad told me the dumbest thing he did in his career was leave, leave a college job, which he only had for two years. You know, you take these comments and they just dig in. They hurt so bad. I'm normally not that direct, but that was said, and it wasn't that kind because that was right after I resigned. Um, so, you know, and I think these responses are related. I used to think they were personal attacks on me, but now looking back, those are those are reflecting the fear that people have. One of my colleagues who is the director of, uh, he was, I can't say what, but anyways, he's he's a senior leader there, sent me this message and he's and he apologized and I'm sitting here wrestling with this because everybody I talked to looked like I was crazy thought I was gonna die and were attacking me that was harder than telling my boss talking to the people in the community that were driving for retirement that I I was going to leave on my own and not out of all things I didn't have a backup plan or a backup of a backup plan I was leaving to start a startup from scratch and try and change the world, which, you know, it was doing incredibly well until the pandemic hit, which, which is a whole other story. But, you know, when you reward people for showing up in person and every partner you have doesn't have people showing up in person, there's kind of the end of a business plan. We found our ways around it, but for the most part, that was the bulk of everything we'd planned, and it was over in one day. Anyways, uh, so I had this discussion with with several uh, people at at the university, and and I started to notice that there was no way they were going to provide any level of support to me at this time. So when this friend called me today, asking me. I quickly noticed that it wasn't his boss that he was having a trouble talking to. It was actually people close to him. This is the most common thing I have seen for anyone who is striving to do more. It is not that, that will, that desire that makes you want to grow, that stops you. It's the people around you, in your ear, telling you not to do it. I'll tell you another person who was super supportive of me when I left a very secure job. And you know what he told me? He's like, oh, you probably shouldn't do it for these reasons. And I was like, I'm going to do it. He's like, are you sure? It's like, yep. He was like, you'll never hear me say anything negative about it. And that was one of my brothers. He says, I got your back. I'll support you. It's going to be a wild ride. Let's go for it. And never again did he ever tell me it was a bad decision. And in the end, it has been one of the best decisions of my life. But at the time, I felt like I was going to die. So here's your, here's your motivational talk. And this is what I've had several conversations in the last couple of weeks. If you're contemplating leadership, or if there's an opportunity in, that presents itself to you to step up into a supervisory or a management, or a director, or a, you know executive role, or a CEO role, whatever that may be, 
the question I want to ask you is if it's not you, then who will you report to? If it's not you putting your name in, trying to put a plan forward that'll, that'll solve the problems that you can see, then who is going to be your next boss? So many people get stuck at this point. It's very easy to complain about the situations we're in. It's very hard to step up to solve them. It's actually not as hard to solve them as it is to step up. This is something so many people struggle with. I'll go back, you know, 15 years. One of my one of our tenants came up. She worked in a retail store. And was complaining to me, oh, we lost another manager, you know, these guys don't know what they're doing, they need to do this and that. And I started asking her, oh, what do they need to do? Oh, they need to do this. Oh, and and how would you do it? Oh, I'd do this. And how do you, what else do they need to do? And they, oh, well, for sure, they need to treat their staff with this. And I was like, well, what about this? And we started going through it. She laid out a whole business plan on how to solve this retail operation. And I said, well... Why don't you do it? And she's like, well, I can't do it. There's no way. I'm just blah, 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 blah. And that I'm just, you're just making an excuse. And uh, the old joke is, you know, if you have a bunch of, I can solve this, but you're just being a butthead to yourself. So stop, get rid of the butts and start solving the problem. So after one conversation, she decided to put her name in. And I said, when you put your name in, solve the problems. Give them solutions, help them, show them that you understand what they're seeing and show them that you can solve the issue. She did it. Next thing you know, she's a supervisor. Then she becomes a manager. Then she becomes a store manager. And she's been a manager ever since. And you know what she told me years later was being a manager was easier than being a staff member because she had integrity. She's treated her staff with respect. They'd actually show up. It was a far easier job and way more exciting. But here is why most people won't do it. It's the people you hang around. You're asking people for advice to make bold steps. You better make sure you're asking the people who do make bold steps for that advice. Don't ask, you know, don't ask somebody bad with money how to save money. Don't ask somebody that's a terrible investor in the stock market how to invest money in the stock market. Don't ask somebody who's never run a small business or started their own business how to run a business. Don't ask someone who's never been a CEO how to be a CEO. People can help you with parts of it, but only a few people will actually know how to do it. And your job is to find those people who have taken those bold steps and get advice from them. And that's what happened today. This individual called me really nervous, and he wasn't nervous about telling his boss. He'd already told his boss. He was nervous about telling his friends because he was worried about what they were going to say about him for making a change in his life for the better, a change that his wife and him had agreed to make. This is what happens to so many people, and it cuts back your opportunity. You don't have to remove the friendships. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying be careful who you ask for advice about stuff that they don't do. If you want to learn to be a great speaker, don't talk to somebody who's never spoke before. 
You talked to somebody who wasn't that good and learned how to be better at it. I listened to this one person he was teaching. He's like, you know the best reason why you should learn from me? He's like, because this was the hardest thing for me to learn. Therefore, I know it better than anybody. He had to figure it out because it wasn't easy for him. I had a friend of mine in high school that uh, was a math prodigy. He'd get he'd ace every single math qu- uh, test we had. And I think he had one of the highest provincial averages in school in grade 12. I went to him. I was like, man, this person knows everything about math. I was like, that's the best person to teach me. You know what he told me? He told me he didn't know. He, he couldn't teach me because he just knew the answer. It came to him naturally. So you want to find people who have wrestled with it just like you who can give you the right advice. And if you're going to make a big change in your life, if you're going to, let's say you decide to get in shape, like, you know, I'm doing that right now. I'm like, I'm running. I've told some of my friends, like, don't, if you show up with junk food, I will be mad at you because I'm going to eat it if it comes in the house. So don't let it in the house. You're helping me and I don't care. You know, like that's my level of self. uh, (laughs) That's that's my strength. If I can keep it out of the house, I won't eat it because I won't go get it. But if it's in the house, I will definitely eat it. So I've told my friends that. But I've also surrounded myself with people who do what I'm trying to achieve. And if you're at a place in your life where you see a situation that you know you can solve, you see a situation where you have ideas that you can solve and you can make this organization better or the cause better, whatever it is, I'm challenging you right now to put your foot forward, step into discomfort and and go to a place where you will start to grow. But realize that that's not going to be easy and people are not going to be comfortable with it that refuse to take those steps. So surround yourself with people who are willing to do it, people who have already done it, whether it's listening to books, podcasts, whatever that may be, whatever you need to do to give you that advantage to realize that you are not alone on this journey. There's lots of people with you. But one thing I will promise you is it won't be easy but it will be one of the most rewarding things you do in your life when you start using your creative talents, your energy, everything you've got to solve new problems and grow yourself personally. I hope this serves you well. I really do hope that uh, a few of you out there are sitting on some awesome opportunities. I hope you're willing to take them, take the risk, and grow with whatever comes of those opportunities. Thanks for listening. If you liked it, remember to subscribe. If you know other leaders who could benefit from leading lightly, feel free to share. For more resources, visit our website at leadinglightly.com.